0: Hi, I'm John McEnroe, and you're listening to the Tennis Podcast. Well, hello, and welcome to the Tennis Podcast. You join us just after Rafael Nadal has beaten Roger Federer in the semi-finals of the ATP World Tour Finals, and we are inside the O2 Arena, assessing the aftermath. Catherine Whitaker is here, and Catherine. You, uh, you didn't see the good bit of that match, did you? You arrived just a bit late and you saw Federer on the, on the wane in that match. But what was your assessment?
2: Yeah, Thanks to the wonder that is the London Underground, uh, I, did, I did enter the arena a bit late and I missed what I'm reliably informed was, was the most competitive part of the match. So unfortunately, my assessment is that I was hugely disappointed in the greatest of all time, Roger Federer. I thought it was a tame performance at best. He started well. Hold on. What time well, did you I, get there? As I've explained, I missed that. So. Yeah, well, what time you know, did you
0: get there? What time opinion. did you get here? When he was having the break points or after?
2: I walked into the arena uh, just as Rafa broke for the first. So at the beginning of the run of three breaks of serve is when I walked in. Right.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, Catherine missed the bit where Roger Federer was the greatest player of all time and the, the better player for, for part of it. But uh, overall, though. I mean, first of all, uh, from a perspective of Roger Federer, it's been quite a good week, hasn't it?
2: Are you, are you referencing him beating Delpo to get to the.
0: Absolutely, semifinals? yeah. And I was going to get on to that. It's been an even better week for those that have predicted that he would get to the semi finals.
2: Yeah, it has. It has. Who are those people? You're looking at one. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and uh, what was it you said again?
2: I I can't remember. It's all blurred into just a big blur of terrible predictions by me. So I can't remember the specifics anymore because they're all just... (laughs) much of a muchness
0: see honesty gets you out of so much if you're just brutally honest with yourself anyway just to remind you Catherine Whitaker said that uh one uh, martin del Potro would get to the semi-finals didn't you yeah and you you said that he would beat roger federer
2: I did. i've got a new policy on predictions it's when next time you ask me for a prediction i'm going to stop i'm going to think what i'm predicting and then i'm just going to say the opposite that's, that's the new policy folks it gets
0: me okay well we'll we'll look forward to that um we now stand with nadal in the final we both said it would be a nadal djokovic final albeit different routes albeit me with a successful one and you with an unsuccessful one but if we look at the back at the week overall it, it has largely gone as i think most people thought it would and it shows the gulf between those two and the rest
2: Absolutely, those two in the... I mean, it's been as tough a week for Richard Gasquet as we predicted, hasn't it? Poor chap. Um, I, I think, again, I got it wrong in the other in the other group, didn't I? I didn't predict good things for for Thomas Burditch. He did a bit better than than certainly I expected. But Rinka has been a, 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 a nice surprise package, um, but I still don't see him beating Djokovic tonight. So... Um, yeah, it, it's it's an enormous gulf and it's, it's undeniable. And, and I'm afraid when you say the rest of them, Roger Federer is very firmly in with the rest of them and not with the leading, leading bunch anymore. Oh,
0: dear, dear, oh, dear. We spoke to Darren Cahill earlier today and uh, he still thinks he's going to win a slam. He oh, says... No,
2: so it was only a week ago I was predicting he'd win a slam. Hang on, I haven't changed my... You just I said he's the, firmly
0: in the rest of them.
2: At the moment. The, the, at the moment. Oh, don't get me wrong, I'm still thoroughly unconfident about that prediction. Especially in light of my new policy on predictions. Yeah. Um, but I think best of five sets is still his his best chance. Seeing him over this week and seeing him make the sluggish start, starts in sets, which he has been doing you know, most markedly against Delpo yesterday, he needs the time. He needs the time to get into it and put together or on a run of form in a match. He's He's in a three-set match and he's under constant pressure. He's not hes not able to put it together. Um, but I, I think over five sets is probably his best shot. I mean, we haven't gone into all of the, the tactical reasons why he was poor today. I mean, he really should have a better idea by now of how to beat Rafa, whether he's able to... To perform well enough to do it is another thing, but he he should know the best tactical plan. You know, is not producing anything different to what he's done in every other match that he's beaten him in. Tactically, I was very disappointed in him today.
0: Brutal assessment from Catherine Whitaker here on the Tennis Podcast. Well, now, the rest of the week as a whole has been an interesting one, hasn't it? But one thing that Darren Cahill was saying is that And and Federer was alluding to this as well the other night. He's not going to do the South American tour that he did at the end of the year last year, the exhibitions and that sort of thing. And Darren Cahill was pointing out that he really needs to preserve as much energy as he possibly can for tennis these days. He's been such a great role model and he does all these other ambassadorial things for tennis and perhaps some of that needs to go for a while.
2: Oh, quite. I I think think it was possibly, in hindsight, possibly at the time, quite an error to do that last year. Um, I, I think...
0: Got to sure, the semi-finals, the Australian Open.
2: Is, I mean, he's the greatest of all time. The semi-finals is, of the Australian Open is not what he's still playing tennis for. semi-finals of the World Tour finals is not what he's still playing tennis for. I think, you know, exhibition, an exhibition tour, not just a one-off match, at the end of a, a season which every player complains is as long and punishing as any season in sport. I, I, I can't see how that can't have some impact. Um, and I'm sure it earned him a heck of a lot of money, but it's a drop in the ocean, isn't it?
0: It is. And I think he's probably realised that. Well, you know what? I, 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 think, I think there are good things ahead for Roger Federer. As we've discussed, I still think he'll take people's breath away. He did it last night. There were small extractions of air from people's lungs. And so... No question, I'm going to be proved right in that. Well, we have a bit of a treat for you here on the Tennis Podcast this week because, as well as Catherine and I, we actually have the players that have been fighting it out throughout the tournament uh, for this ATP World Tour Finals victory. Rafael Nadal has just beaten Roger Federer and happy to say Rafa joins us now here on the Tennis Podcast. Rafa, that that was a great performance. You must be very happy.
1: Well, thank you very much. I am very happy to play in this match. I try my best and I play very well.
0: Against Roger, it's a, it's a great matchup for you on paper, isn't it? Your head-to-head is 21-10, now 22-10. What is it like to step onto the court against Roger Federer?
1: Well, in my opinion, he's the best player to ever play tennis. No? So when I have to play against him, it is always very, very difficult. I have to try my best and work very, very hard. So.
0: And whoever is in the final, it will either be Stanislav Wawrinka, who you have a great record against, you've you've won 26 sets out of 26 against him now, or Novak Djokovic. Novak Djokovic must be a nightmare to play against.
1: Well, he can defend very well, very, very well on the court, always hitting very, very hard, and I will have to try try hard to play him, but I just focus on myself, I think.
0: Well, thank you very much, Rafa, for joining us here on the tennis podcast. Always great to have the man that is in the final on the eve of the final. But what about the man that has been defeated today, Roger? It was a, you gave it everything you got specifically in that first set, but uh, but but you know it didn't quite happen for you today. What what was it like out there overall?
1: Well, you know, I think Rafa's obviously played exceptionally well and. Um... It's obviously very difficult to, you know, when the left hand is kicking the ball up to your backhand. It's, it's been a tough matchup for me in the past, and, um, you know, I, I congratulate him and wish him the best of luck for the final.
0: A good week, though, for you, wasn't it? And lots to look forward to. What are you looking forward to most?
1: Well, you know, I think to have a little bit of rest, that is, that's important. I, I don't think that I played badly this week. Semi final is, is not a bad result. You know, I have obviously won it six times in the past, but semi finals is, is not too bad, and, um, you know, hope, hopefully something to build on for, for 2014.
0: Heck of a tennis podcast this, isn't it, Catherine? We've got Roger Federer with us. We've got Rafael Nadal. We've got you. What more could anybody want?
2: I think it's safe to say I've been put firmly in the shade this week.
0: You have. And and who would have thought it? With Stanislas Vavrinka about to play against Novak Djokovic in just a, a few short hours. Novak Djokovic, who has been dominant over the last few months is here with us to, to, to preview that match and, uh, and Novak you have had quite a run recently how are you feeling?
1: Well I think I always play uh, good tennis indoors and uh, at the end of the season is, is a good time for me I feel very happy uh, mentally physically on the court and confident in my body as well which is important I think.
0: How do you how do you manage to prepare for this stage of the season when you've already played so much tennis? What do you do? Do you, do you, do you bring your little dog with you? Pierre, is he around?
1: Uh, we have Pierre, I think, but also it is important to have a spiritual understanding to make sure you uh, have, have this understanding spiritually, and I think that helps on the court to have the, uh, the belief in the, in the pressured moments, I think.
0: Well, that's, that's, that's very good advice, and we will uh, we'll definitely look look out for that. Stanislas Wawrinka, you had that incredible match against him earlier this year, didn't you? What uh, what do you remember from that match?
1: Yeah, it was an incredible match to play Novak, and um, I am really happy to have the chance to, to play against him again. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> he has played so well this year, and uh, it's going to be difficult, I think. <laughs>
0: Who would have thought it? Stanislav Vavrinka has just gatecrashed the tennis podcast. And uh, of course, now all the hopes lie on you, Stan. Uh, how, how nervous are you?
1: Yeah, I am quite nervous, but <laughs> I, I think I will uh, just go out, try to play my best game and see what happens.
0: <laughs> of course, we've had other players here at the ATP World Tour Finals, some of them less successful, but uh, rather than taking a flight home, they've stuck around to be on the tennis podcast. David Ferrer is, uh, is wandering up towards me at the moment, and David, uh, you've looked a bit tired out there. How, how are you feeling
1: at the moment? Well, it was a long season for me. I'm quite tired, no? But I think it's important to take a rest and try and recover for 2014, no? Sorry, I
0: shouldn't be laughing uh, at you, David, at such a a difficult (laughs) time. time in your week uh with you having uh, put such a lot of effort into your week and uh, and uh you know we'll let you go now david and, and off to go and get your flight appreciate you sticking around for three days to give us that one answer uh, richard Gasquet has also uh, been good enough to to stay with us he was here last night uh, losing to novak djokovic and finally going out of the tournament no, richard how did you feel that you played in your second appearance at the atb world tour finals
1: yeah, I think I played very well with my backhand always, trying to uh, hit the ball for sure, really, really hard with that. And did not work for me against Novak, but I hope for the future I can continue to play well. So.
0: Well, you did, Richard. You did a great job. And just finally, before we uh, we depart the scene and look forward to the matches tonight, uh, of course, we are always thinking about somebody that, that isn't here, the the pride of Great Britain, Andy Murray, who... You know, we wish he was here, he isn't, but, uh, but Andy is with us here on the Tennis Podcast by live satellite link from wherever he is in the world at the moment. And Andy, um, you must be missing this time of year hugely.
1: Yeah, but when you're in sunny Miami, it's pretty great. I mean, I don't really mind getting a, working on my tan as opposed to, you know, playing here. It's not as fine by me, you know.
0: <laughs> it's been a heck of a year for you, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, you know, Wimbledon was great. I played really, really well there. And obviously, my back was, was a bit of a problem, but uh, yeah, I played pretty well for the whole year. So,
0: And what are you most looking forward to next year? What sort of 2014 is in store for Andy Murray?
1: Uh, I, I, I actually, like... I mean, tennis is obviously important, but I really enjoy rapping. I don't know if you've heard, I'd do some, do some raps, try and release a few more of those. Yeah, that, that'd be good.
0: Oh, well, We've already had, uh, what was it, Autograph, wasn't it? Your rap song with the Bryan brothers. So, um, so what, can, what can we expect from you in the rapping world in the new year?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I'd like to look up to you know, guys like 50 Cent, so you know, maybe try and emulate him in, in some respect. But yeah, potentially something with Rafa as well, that'd, that'd be good.
0: Fantastic. Well, you may
1: already have guessed, or
0: you may not have already guessed, but that wasn't any of those people at all. It was Josh Berry, who is uh, somebody who's wowed audiences around the world with your YouTube channel. And Josh, you can, you can be yourself for just a minute. You're here as a guest of, of the tournament, and, and we're gr- it's great for us to have you here with us on the Tennis Podcast. W- what's it been like for you the last, I mean, the last 12 months? I mean, if I'd have told you 12 months ago, what would have happened?
1: What would you have thought? I well, as as I couldn't really impersonate these guys very well twelve, 12 months ago, I definitely yeah. wouldn't have believed you.
0: You couldn't have you couldn't but, actually do this twelve months ago. Uh,
1: I could. I think Nadal was sort of I had his well, think of any match, but apart from that, yeah, I'm a bit of Murray. But if I look back, sort of what happened, what I was doing, you know, twelve months ago, it's you know day and night is a big difference.
0: And you're a big tennis fan yourself, aren't yeah. you? You play a lot too.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's my passion. It's really nice to be able to you know through impersonating the people be able to meet the guys that are my idols really you know
0: have you been here
1: before i i was here in 2009 and actually last year as well i always forget last year for some reason but yeah i was um i've been here but never you know i had a, had a chat with stan the other day which was pretty cool so uh, never never something that you know high up
0: well that's fantastic well thank you very much for for joining us here on the show and uh, and you know Catherine. We've been joined by tennis royalty, haven't we? We've just had Roger Federer, Rafael Nadal, Novak Djokovic, Andy Murray, Richard Gasquet, David Ferrer, Snellis Azvarenka all on the Tennis Podcast. How cool is that?
2: We've peaked. <laughs> Unfortunately, we've peaked. Next week is going to be a crushing letdown.
0: It is, isn't it? What's going to happen, fellas and ladies, in the, uh, the semi-finals tonight? Do we see any way Stan can beat Novak? What do you think, Josh?
1: Can I answer this in the voice of John McEnroe? That- yeah, you can. Well, I mean, it's a, probably not the best matchup for Stan. Novak is phenomenal this year. He's looked really good. He's always good at the beginning and the end, I think, of the season. He's played really, really well. So I'm, I just can't see pa- Pastor a Rafa Novak final. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, John,
0: I've got a lot of respect for you, but I'd prefer to hear the view of uh, Boris Becker. So, Boris, what do you think?
1: Well, you know, Novak's played very well. Uh, but I think my favourite player has got to be Roger Federer. <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm trying not to laugh doing this. Um, you know, no, no, <laughs> no,
2: nobody can hear.
1: That's fine. That's, um, <laughs> but, you know, I think Novak and Rafa, I think that's going to be what we're going to see in the final on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think, Catherine? I want to hear a Catherine Whitaker impression.
0: No, Catherine, soon as we've got you, the, real, the real person here, uh, who's going to win the final? What do we say on the eve of this tournament has your view changed? Uh, Are we going to see a Stanislavs Vavrinka shock?
2: We're not. I could see that going to 3 though. They do have they do have close matches. Djokovic and Vavrinka I, I I still back Djokovic to come through that. I feel I feel pretty sure of that prediction still, but I could certainly see Vavrinka making a really good match of it. Um, and in the final I I have to I, Hang on a second. Just, I'm just thinking of my new policy on predictions. Maybe if this is my chance to reverse, maybe. that's no, it exactly isn't. What I should do. But you've also predicted Djokovic to win, so maybe I should hitch my. Did I say that? that. Yeah,
0: you I did. didn't say that. You did. Did I say picked, that?
2: We picked different routes, but the same winner.
1: That's my
2: pick.
0: Djokovic. Josh is going uh, for, for Djokovic. So, so you think?
2: I think Djokovic. I think Djokovic. Still. Does that
0: mean Nadal then?
2: Do you know what I've I've done something quite clever here inadvertently with my new policy? I've sort of picked both of them, haven't I? Because I'm saying I'm really picking Djokovic, but I'm you know the new me is also picking Rafa. So hedging my bets.
0: She's turned into Goran Ivanizovic with two personalities, and she's picking two players. Well, I think Stan is going to just upset the apple cart. No, I don't. <laughs> um, but it is going to be fascinating to see what happens uh, in this one. But I mean, have you seen anything? this week that makes you think that the landscape is going to change at all in the tennis world because I haven't I mean I, that's what shocks me about the way well, it doesn't shock me but it impresses me the way that Djokovic and Nadal even even given all the expectation and and the the, the fatigue they must feel throughout the year they still look so much better than everybody else. There's no, There doesn't seem to be any question mark that they are going to be in the final, still winning slams next year. You know, when is the order going to change?
2: No, the landscape in terms of those two, um, I think is pretty set in stone for the foreseeable future. Obviously, we haven't seen Andy Murray this week. He's a bit of an unknown. Del Potro... Uh, <sighs> Del Potro, it's interesting watching his match against Federer yesterday. Del Potro's problem for me is that he makes players... Play their best against him. He's like the anti Murray. One of Murray's greatest strengths is that he makes players play badly against him. He brings out the worst in players.
0: Well, let's ask him about that. One, Martin, what do you think about that? Do you bring the worst out in players?
1: No, no, I'm saying. No, I I think I I just try and play well and use my forehand, and that is the most important. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Thanks one Martin. John McInerney, just before you go, um, you've got a big tournament coming up yourself, haven't you, at the Royal Albert Hall in a few weeks' time. The StatOr Masters 10 is 4th to the 8th of December. Are you going to win it?
1: Of course. I mean, I'm excited. I've been training real hard, and I'm looking forward to getting into the Masters. London's great for me. Obviously, Wimbledon, you know, not too far from there. And um, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Well, you heard it here first, here on the Tennis Podcast. Hope you've all enjoyed it. And, uh, Josh, thank you very much for joining us, and we hope to have you back with us again.
1: No, thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. And,
0: Catherine, you know, you and me still jazzed away. a way. You, you think you're getting everything right, but no! I beat you this week, didn't I? Let's be honest.
2: I, if One thing is certain it's that I don't think I'm getting everything right. You're looking at a, <laughs> uh, <laughs> a chastened tennis predictor.
0: Excellent. Well... Thanks for joining us, everybody, and we'll speak to you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.